0: Not-so-fast, alien scum. Potatoes are bad. Potatoes are bad. Reginald? What are you doing here? What does it look like I'm doing, my good man? I am preparing for my starring role on The Brian Files on January 2nd for Jasper's Game Day two things uh, one it's the brian identity and two you're not playing on january 2nd for jasper's game day what do you mean i'm not playing isn't izzy the girl who lives near a train going to be on a train that day what are you going to do get two guest stars instead uh yes That's that's exactly what we're doing. We're going to have Steve from the Hideous Laughter Podcast and Daft from To Have and To Roll. They're going to be playing with us on January 2nd. You're joking. You're leaving this talent here rotting on the vine. Rotting on the vine, I say. (laughs) Well, that was uncomfortable. Anyway... Yes, hello Scrappers. We are proud to be a part of this weekend of games benefiting Jasper's Game Day. Our game will be played Sunday, January 2nd from 3.30 to 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't had a chance yet to watch or listen to either of the first two Brian Identity games, no prior knowledge is required, although they're fun and silly, so I do recommend you check them out. More information about our stream and the other games being played on the New Year's weekend can be found on social media, our Twitter, and that of Jasper's Game Day. And Paizo will have all the information you need to know where and when to catch some of your favorite people and us playing games for a great cause. But that's enough chit-chat from me at the top here. Crack open a refreshing GooTube and enjoy. Episode fifty-three. This is Pine Against the Machine.
1: to Pod Against the Machine, the actual play podcast with the most broken guns per capita in the entire Paezoverse, and the most broken computers, too. I'm your host, and here's everybody. Hello. Hey. Hey. They're all <laughs> on a special ocean theme this time, so it's very, it's magical.
0: Hello,
2: How did you do that?
3: Yeah. Something Cthulhu, the oh wait, that's the wrong adventure path we're here in numeria
4: that's never the wrong adventure path for cthulhu that's the fun thing about public domain he can be in any game
0: yeah i mean try and tell him he can't be
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: you can't talk to the guy and that's the real issue with cthulhu is you just you can't establish that line of communication because you lose your mind when you try
0: it's true
2: yeah poor communicator
0: i'd recommend sending a fax In case anyone's wondering,
3: tonight we are recording for the first time in together mode in the sunken abyss from beyond the stars that is the Cyclopean ruins that our good lord and patron Cthulhu inhabits on this podcast. In case you're wondering where our morals align
1: so last time on the program six and a half months ago when we played before you all got your revenge on the smilers and marrow in particular um absolutely destroying the gang uh killing the leader killing their ogrekin friend and uh a bunch of other smilers before taking two of them hostage and forcing them to help you free whiskey Fist. after you freed whiskey Fist, they also gave you a time-worn laser rifle, which had been mounted by the front door of their headquarters to shoot anyone that didn't try to sneak in the back way. And um, I think after some conversation, you would basically left the headquarters on the idea that um, maybe this building needed to get blown up. That's where we are now.
4: Something that I thought of, and by thought of, I mean, I had to re-listen to episode 50 recently. Red Tooth herself happens to have some remotely detonatable, fairly powerful explosives Mm -hmm. that I know she said she was saving up for some kind of event. Yeah, the gender reveal party. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I feel like this could be a big enough thing for us to possibly convince her to part with some of those to uh, destroy the headquarters of one of her rival gangs. Well, let's
3: not be too hasty, Jero. We've all seen how the neighborhood's getting better, you know. And honestly, I'm I'm envisioning mixed use, uh, residential on top, development on the bottom, maybe a couple quirky cafes. Scrapple's really <laughs> turning a corner, so this is going to be a real estate development AP for the remainder of this.
1: <laughs> well, you know, they keep the prices down early, but. If you can clean out the cybernetic zombies, then I, I think you can really see a return on your investment.
4: Yeah, this thing's got a real bad tech zombie infestation that's just gonna take months to get rid of.
2: <laughs> you need a frozen yogurt place, a yoga studio.
3: Nothing like gentrifying scrap wall, everybody. That'll be the remainder of this very questionable. All right, yes. Yeah, so. um, So are we really going to blow it up tactically? Um, I'm, I'm interested in hearing from all of my children to my left.
4: (laughs) I think the big issue, and I think Jeff brought it up too, was just, this was like a tech necromancer's lab and all of her stuff is still kind of just sitting here waiting for anybody to pick up and start messing around with.
3: That is true. Do we get the gauge that maybe the Steelhawks have enough numbers? possibly take over the Smiler territory, too?
1: And I think what you saw of the Steelhawks, their numbers are pretty depleted. Hmm.
4: I know those two guys we took alive said that there's more Smilers out, not at base, but do we have an idea how many?
1: Eh, Probably a few dozen. Not a ton, but not an inconsequential amount.
4: Enough that if they merged them together with the Steelhawks and put, uh, Sephiroth. Not Sephiroth. What's her actual name? Sephiroth. (laughs) Sephiroth.
1: Totally different.
0: Completely distinct.
1: Much shorter hair.
4: (laughs) Original character do not steal. Do we get the uh, perception that we could possibly put her in charge of like an amalgamated gang of the leftover Smilers and her own people and just maybe this could be her new base because it seems nicer than the Steelhawk base?
0: I mean we could ask her but Something tells me she won't want to work with these people.
4: (laughs) Well, it also seems like it'd be a good bit of ironic justice that a Smiler got put in charge of the Steelhawks to run them as, like, a puppet gang, so now she gets to do the same back to them.
3: Does it look like we could burn this down? Because, I mean, I get the impression that everything is just, like, rusty metal and, like, lots of tetanus here. But, like, could we destroy this without explosives?
1: Yeah, I think you'd be hard-pressed. I mean, with adamantine weapons, you can you can tear through walls and you can do a lot of damage in a hurry. So, if you want to, you can kind of beat it to the ground, make it into a lump. But it's, like, built into the walls of Scrap Wall, and to some extent, like, this stuff is, the borders of this stuff is indistinguishable from the greater, just, like, scrap pile, and You know because of that it's kind of i don't know like you're you're punching a giant pile of garbage that happens to have a hollow here that somebody organized that's true yeah so i mean i think the idea of the explosives is basically
4: that you could cave it in Mm -hmm. so like could we maybe like find some structures that look like they're load-bearing and just knock those down and run out and hope it collapses on itself you can always try oh yeah We've got some knowledge engineering
3: in the party. We can definitely give it the juice. If you want to
1: go for that.
2: Knowledge architecture.
1: Ah, yeah. I might even have DCs.
0: Let's roll a dice.
3: Bricksbo's got a 12 for a 24.
0: Oh, Asher's got a 12 for a 22.
1: But
3: hey, we're above 20.
0: (laughs) That must be your DC.
1: Actually, my DC, and this is in the book... The DC, to find the most strategic points in the building to collapse such a thing, is only DC 15. Nice. You know, these aren't the best-built structures. So I think that you basically can find that this center wall here that, like, was wrapped around Marrow's study, like, I think all the weight is there, and if you were to compromise that, the whole thing's probably just gonna cave in.
5: For some reason, it looks like this track lighting is load-bearing. I don't think that's up to code, but we could probably exploit it.
2: And just a sign that says, Load-bearing wall, do not explode.
3: But yeah, I mean, what's a bigger and badder, daddier thing to do than to bring this bad boy down?
4: Vargas will say, This place is an abomination, what that mirror was doing. Let's bury all of it. Yeah, I,
5: I would honestly hate to see what happens if the Lords of Rust or Hellion or any of the others got their hands on what Marrow Looks over his shoulder and shivers. Doing in there.
1: All right, so if you want to kind of strategically beat the crap out of this thing to knock it down, I think basically all it's going to do is it's going to take time
3: It's like that Street Fighter interlude, where you're kicking the car, except we're all just doing it to the building.
1: Yeah.
0: No, there's a Doctor Who episode. He keeps punching the wall, and it takes, you know, centuries for him to finally punch through, but it was a different—I mean, we could do Rampage,
3: make Kira real big, just put them on the outside, like a big giant
1: lizard. (laughs) She could climb up it and Mm -hmm. punch the thing. Go across the country.
2: You love punching.
1: I don't think a lot of people in our listening audience are going to get the rampage joke.
2: It's
3: really serving our, like, Gen Z listen base specifically right there. I mean, I'm pretty sure they made a movie yeah. somehow, so.
4: They made a movie with The Rock. But oh, Yeah, there we <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah, that yeah.
0: speaks to yeah. the youth. I mean,
3: we're
1: <laughs> hip. Well, well, there you go. Never mind.
0: And, <laughs> and to our tradition of falling back on Dwayne. Johnson and his many, many <laughs> cinematic adventures.
1: It always comes back to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Alright, well, yeah, so is it basically just Vargas and Kira uh, beating this up since they've got the adamantine weapons, or is Asher going to shoot holes in it with the time-worn grappling gun or adamantine bullets? You could just shoot it.
0: Ooh, uh, tempting with his misfired gun to see if he can make it explode and damage himself but maybe put a d8 worth of damage into a wall i think they got this
1: well i'm not gonna make you just roll damage over and over again because that would be like a long time but i'm gonna say that it takes a couple hours to really beat this thing down how about Let's get some perception checks uh, from Kira and Vargas as they are beating the crap out of this structure.
4: Gonna get like a scouting party coming
1: back or something.
3: No, no, it's for the montage. That's what what he wants you to look out
1: for. (laughs) I have an 8. Alright, so Vargas is just punching away. Um, How about Kira?
2: It's uh, 12 on the die for 21 total.
1: Well, the 21, I think you notice a ways into just this hacking and pounding into the center column here that the structure above you is starting to groan and shift.
2: Hey, I think we did it, and maybe we should move now. Maybe just take, like, a adamantine rock and, like, throw it from a distance.
5: <laughs> yeah, but we should really, like, time it with us walking away and not looking at the same time for very invested in these... You know, these points, I'm pretty sure we get one for that.
2: Do you still have those um, sunglasses? Pulls
4: out the goggles.
3: (laughs) Puts on my V-mods and the, ooh, yeah. Yeah, no. Um, (laughs) Won't get fooled again, starts playing. (laughs) (laughs) Pop that color. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm happy to take that as a Q and
1: X. Whiskey Fist is definitely going to take off or out of the building at least. Everybody running out.
4: Wait did he wait in there for the entire two hours That we were beating on the building
1: He was hanging out He was making small talk You know Watching Asher fix a gun Even though he can only do it once a day You could have spent an hour Fixing a gun
0: Yeah I did that You said it took a while, hours for them to do that I totally would have been fixing a gun Yep
1: So now you have a gun
2: Yay Yes
0: Hey, it feels good to be a singer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. As the structure groans and shifts and sort of goes... You all run out very dramatically. And we have a, like, it's starting to bow, it's starting to buckle, it doesn't look like Asher's going to make it out and maybe his hat will fly off at the last second. <laughs> <laughs> and, and his hat's gone. There was no time
0: Didn't even give me a reflex save
4: <laughs> I'm kidding I wouldn't take the hat like that oh, Quick question We had a pair of prisoners Are they still in there Or
3: I think that's the correct tense That we're going to be using here Moving
4: forward <laughs> Wait, We had Um, You
1: tell me Did you hold those smilers with you the whole time And if so Did you uh, haul them out Or did you cut them loose?
3: I assumed that Whiskey Fist and the two Smilers entertained each other while we discussed the merits (laughs) of the hard G. Episode title, Merits of the Hard G.
0: There
2: we go. Nailed it. There we go. excuse me.
0: Uh,
2: (laughs) Kira wouldn't have, like, left them to get crushed to death. She's not a fan of theirs, but she's. uh, I guess you should come to...
5: Yeah, I think Red Tooth is gonna have uh, more than a few questions for you two. Yes, yeah, possibly seven or eight. That's
1: too many. Our voices are very taxing. I'd rather not answer any questions. You could just let us go free if it's all the same
2: to you. It's not.
5: Nah. Yeah, in fact, we prefer you to vamp back and forth for the remainder of the walk between here and Red Tooth. It wouldn't uh, sure. pass the time. You that know, makes make sense. it a bit
4: easier.
2: Tell each other about your childhoods.
4: <laughs> you know, you had Whiskey Fist tied up and in stasis for so long, you should really talk to him with uh, his Chitterhome accent. Mm-hmm. And jargon. Yep.
1: That'll make you real yampy in the bounce, eh? all right well we are we heading back to the warren
5: yeah i uh think it's time to uh bring you back to red tooth she's uh well she was missing your kin let's go
1: all right let's do it
3: we strut like the biggest and baddest daddies in this section of Scrap Wall.
1: Oh, and there's definitely, like, as you being the big bad daddies who are rocking a copious, copious number of big bad daddy points, I think you get a lot of, like, looks, a lot of people, like, whispering amongst themselves as you go by, going like, Oh my god, that's the very capable four! There they are!
3: Yeah, We have anime main character syndrome right now, the
4: entire group. Absolutely. I mean, they gotta know it's us, because we're walking the prisoners out. And that's your thing.
3: Clemency. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're known for.
2: We've moved on.
1: Uh, your thing is mostly
4: just having prisoners around. <laughs> yeah, just true. lots and lots of prisoners, always.
2: Say <laughs> book, too, though.
4: Our thing is kind of dig- dragging bodies through streets. But it's
3: true.
2: Yeah, I think we have, this is, we're maturing.
4: Yeah, because we, yeah, you
1: were carrying them in book one, and now in book two, they get to live, you know, walk on their own.
0: And as we exit the crumbling building, there's youths waiting to meet us and telling us that we should come <laughs> get some free money.
2: Thanks, youths.
4: a uh, Jarman Ulrich's uh, gambling house, no relation.
0: Jambling house, but I appreciate the, uh, the
4: thought.
2: <laughs> Jam- jambling <laughs> jambling house.
4: Jarnel where's a jambling house. Jambling.
1: Jambling. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Sam,
3: you'd reference this a little bit, and this kind of like helps put me back in the mindset of Scrapwall. So like as we're wandering around, we're seeing some gang members, we're seeing some sort of unaffiliated techno-surfs, and everybody's just now kind of looking at us like we're the big bad daddies on campus at this point, like, we're, we're attracting a good deal of attention.
1: Yeah, you've definitely noticed a, a change, I would say in the atmosphere around you and there, there's a lot of people in Scrapwall and mostly they're not affiliated with the gangs, they kind of keep to themselves um, they eke out a living, make their, like, little lean-tos on the scrap and try to find some junk to sell or to make things out of even you pass maybe a group of orcs that look like they might be affiliated with some gang and they give you a wide berth. They don't even bother trying to give you trouble and kind a of thing. We're we're talking big time stuff here. Having prisoners probably helps that.
3: It's our thing. It's our aesthetic. We have a very carceral aesthetic as a gang. Uh, <laughs> a very
2: carceral four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that one. No.
3: Yeah, I don't like that one at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hard, <laughs> hard pass. Yep. Uh, We're just going to move away from that and all the way to Red Tooth's Warren.
1: Well, as you're moving along, and as I said, all the sort of civilians give you a wide berth, you come just down a kind of narrow corridor, heading back towards Red Tooth's, and it's it's a place you've probably been before, but now you see a group of rather odd-looking people you see these this group of identical-looking humanoid women, I guess? They have impassive faces and this sort of shiny, pale skin and identical, eerily expressionless faces. Let me just pop them up on the screen
4: there for you. Ooh. Do they? Maybe it's just the hair, but do they look like What's-Her-Face or the different haircut? Meanda. Yeah. But didn't she have red hair? Yeah, they don't really look like meanda. That's the Stepford Gang. Kidding. Yeah, yeah, they look like crash test dummies almost.
1: Yeah, and these people, when you see them, uh, you can almost kind of see, like, seams in their skin. As you approach, you hear um, all of them speaking at the same time in the exact same voice. Lariadico, l'redzatia, la procession. Which, if you know you're Androfen, and I know some of you do, means emergency landing in progress. Just,
0: uh, detect evil.
1: And, uh, Whiskey Fist is, is gonna say, Alright, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, these are, these are mannequins. We'll just, uh, just put them down real quick, right? Yeah, it'll be no problem, no problem.
0: I don't know if I had a chance to. I, I tried to detect evil when we came in contact with them.
1: Oh, they, yeah, they don't come up as evil.
0: Cool, cool. Much obliged.
1: And I'm going to need you all to roll for initiative. Oh, no.
2: Are they okay, they're attacking. Here we go.
1: Alright, so what did Vargas get?
4: Uh, Vargas got a six. Six
1: for Vargas. How about Brixby?
4: Brixby rolled a
3: seven for fourteen.
1: Alright, Asher?
0: Well, hey, thanks to Vargas I'm not last. Asher rolled a Three for a seven. Nice. And that dice is immediately put in jail.
2: <laughs> and Kira. Digital rolling is going pretty well for me. That's an eighteen for a twenty-three.
1: Nice. That is pretty good speed. We'll sort descending, and Kira is up first.
2: So were we given any indication these things were violent, or Whiskey Fist was just like, hey, let's attack?
1: Um yeah, Whiskey Fist just said to put him down.
2: Hmm. Okay, so I really want to charge this one to the south of me because I can. I don't know that Cure would just attack them. So I will delay and also say to Whiskey Fist, they're not going to do anything, are they? We don't even know what they're here for. And delay.
1: All right, and Whiskey Fist is going to say, oh, they don't look like much, but they're trouble. You trust me. We got to take them out fast before they can swarm us. And um, he is going to grant all of you his um, Hunter's Bond. You all get a plus one to hit and damage against Constructs. Nice. And um, he's going to cast a spell on himself. And then we're on the first Construct. Purple is going to move up right into Kira's face. She's going to go for the slam. That is a seventeen
2: to hit. No, we're good. That's fine. I'm okay.
1: All right. Um, did you want to jump back in the turn order, or are you just letting Bricksby go?
2: Well, I guess now I have to. So yeah, that's there goes my charge. But I will attack this person. So I'm gonna rage and then power attack with my sword. A twenty-two to hit.
1: Uh, twenty-two will hit.
2: Cool, and that is. Oh, that's 11 points of damage.
1: All right, and that was with the greatsword?
2: Yes.
0: Did that have the plus one from Whiskey Fizz?
2: Oh, no, it doesn't. So 23 to hit, uh, 12 points of damage. Thanks, Jeff.
1: Yeah, thanks, Jeff.
0: You're welcome.
1: And Brixby's up.
3: All right, Brixby, a decent amount of his arcane reservoir exhausted... It's going to do a five-foot step into Vargas's square to the southwest, drawing this rapier at that time, and will full attack purple with the benefits of flanking. Oh, it's not going to help the rapier when I roll a plus one. So that's a ten to hit, Sam. Does that hit?
1: It surprisingly does not.
3: All right, and coming in with the tail blade at a significantly reduced... Oh, wow. That would also be a 10. I actually forgot an additional. So yeah, uh, a 10 and a 10, and I'm gonna end in Vargas's square.
1: All right, well, purple was not harmed by that 10 and that 10. (laughs) And um, I think green is gonna charge. She's just gonna come rushing in and go for that sweet, sweet slam.
2: Fully heard my plan and took it like a jerk.
1: Yeah, she was listening. But it's just a 15 to hit.
2: Also, no. Actually,
1: 17 with the with the charge.
2: Uh, still, no.
1: Messed up. Alright. Blue is gonna go. They're gonna swarm you here. And Asher is up. Backed way up into a corner here.
0: Ah, this feels familiar. It's like home. Uh, literally, all of my party in front of me, between me and the enemies... It's gonna be, it's gonna be so fun. It's gonna be really effective. I can feel it.
3: I forgot to roll a knowledge, Jeff, and you're smart, smarter than me. Yeah,
0: I could roll knowledge, Jeff.
1: Knowledge, Jeff. Knowledge, Jeff.
0: Uh, It's knowledge, Geff. Sorry, point of order. (laughs) Fair. I think constructs are Arcana though, and I don't have that.
1: Um, This is a construct of the robot subtype, which is actually knowledge engineering.
0: Oh, dope. I'm gonna roll this knowledge engineering. Then go into the holy nexus dice from Cozy Gamer Dice. That's CozyGamer.com. Three on the dice for a total of a thirteen.
1: Just barely cleared for the basic information of you're looking at a mannequin robot designed to do labor at tedious or hazardous tasks. Mannequin robots. are look like they're designed to look and behave like humans, but the designers clearly fell short in this task. Uh, They superficially resemble humans, uh, but their inhuman behavior, subtly wrong appearances, unnatural movements, and unyielding cold and synthetic flesh prove disturbing. And uh, they move in a, a jerky, mechanical manner. Yeah, they just seem creepy, and they seem pretty concerned about this emergency landing that is in progress.
0: Hmm. Okay. They're mannequin robots. fist is right. Apparently, they do seem to do us harm. The square to the south of, of Vargas, is that difficult terrain? Is that passable?
1: Um, yeah, that... Um. So, yeah, that would be a difficult terrain. This sort of lump of garbage to Vargas's left is all sort of stuff you can scramble over, but not quickly.
0: Then Asher is going to spend his final grip point that he had available to grab some some speed here. And I, well, I'm going to roll an acrobatics to attempt to avoid the attack of opportunity of purple as I blitz past to get some line of sight on some things. So the two dice in the jail already. Let's go to Galactic Conquest by Norse Foundry. That's much better. That becomes a dirty 30.
1: Ah, yeah, that'll get you by without an attack of opportunity.
0: So zoom, zoom, zoom. And now with line of sight on so many, uh, before his imminent demise, Asher will take a shot. Unfortunately, having a mundane bullet loaded into his newly repaired gun, we'll just go and see if we can't take out Purple, who has already taken some damage. Uh, That is going to be 18, thanks to Whiskey Fist, against Robo-Touch.
1: Uh, 18 will hit Robo-Touch.
0: Awesome. So we're going to have a a D8 plus 2, thanks Whiskey. (laughs) Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's only a 2 on the dice for a total of 4, which I'm guessing is 0.
1: Yeah, Patwang. Off it goes.
0: Oh, petwang indeed. That's his turn.
1: Alright, and that brings us to Red. Let's see, can Red actually get to anyone? No, Red cannot get to anyone, so Red's just gonna...
2: I just wanna charge someone. ...come
1: down to sort of form a pincher. And uh, then Vargas is up.
4: Vargas is going to use his last shocking grasp. No, that's probably not gonna be a hit, that's only a 14. Is that with the hunter's bond? Oh, nope, that would be a 15 with the Hunter's Bond.
1: 15 hits exactly.
4: Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, that is 20 points of electricity damage.
1: Alright. What about the, the punch damage?
4: So that is 4 points of damage. Is she still up?
1: Yeah, the electricity doesn't seem to all go through and the punch... Oh, the punch itself actually seems to stagger her. So, um... She's still up, but it doesn't look like she'll be up for long and- We've got another hit.
4: You got this. Okay, natural one anyway, so that minus two doesn't matter. Alright, Vargas
1: explodes.
4: Uh, I hate to see it happen.
2: Oh no, Vargas.
0: Just juts everywhere.
1: <laughs> Orange is gonna approach Asher. I'm gonna say she can't get really a straight enough line for the charge. Ah, oh, that's not gonna do it. Just a 15 on the slam
0: correct unless that's a touch slam
1: it's not a touch slam
0: which is a cool move with pogs
1: whiskey fist is gonna say oh, not like that you gotta you gotta kill him and he's gonna rush over to the side here uh, take aim with his crossbow and take a shot with deadly aim on orange oh, that is definitely gonna hit two plus one plus four plus two. Nine. Is nine. So nine damage on orange. Not too shabby. That brings us to purple. Purple is very, very badly damaged. Purple is not happy. Purple is going to take two slam attacks on Vargas for electrocuting her. First one is going to be a 16. That is a miss. Yay. No way. They can't hit anything. I'm rolling garbage. Uh, that's a natural 19. That's a 24. That's a hit. Alright, big damage. You ready to get destroyed here? Probably. Uh, that's a total of 4 damage on the slam.
4: For how much health I'm at right now, that is actually a decent <laughs> amount of damage.
1: Nice. And Kira is up. Oh, wait. No. Sorry. A purple falls down after that.
2: Oh, great. Done.
1: She was staggered.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, Kira was going to go ahead and just destroy purple, but now we don't need to. So, uh, I'm going to. Brix is under Vargas, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll move over one step in case Vargas or Brixby need to move. Mostly Vargas, I guess, because Brixby can walk through everyone. So, five foot step to the left, west, left, west. Um, to the left, west. And going to power attack, green. Again, all my charge options are gone. And I'm annoyed. Using real dice this time. That is a fourteen plus eleven? Yes. Twenty-five to hit.
1: Yeah, that's definitely gonna hit.
2: Cool, rolling two d6. Oh, that's two ones plus uh plus fifteen. So like seventeen still.
1: Oh, that's pretty good.
2: Thanks. Oh, how long does the hunter hunters just the one round. Still
1: going. No, I think it lasts for the rest of the combat, doesn't it? Oh, mm-hmm. 18. Yeah. I yeah.
2: think so. Um, it's still adamantine.
1: All right, so that all seems to go through and uh, you hurt that robot pretty bad.
2: Good. Dumb robot.
1: Bricks bow is up.
3: All right, Bricks being taking a five foot step to the south, no longer threatened by the purple mannequin, is going to spread his fingers, and I'm going to need reflex saves from green, blue, and
1: red. I'll have you know they're very reflexive. This will be green first. Uh, That's an 18.
3: All right, that saves.
1: Uh, Blue. Okay, it's a five.
3: Does not save, surprisingly.
1: And red with a nine.
3: All right, also does not save. So, blue and red are gonna take full of this. Green will take half. Oh, that's so many ones. <laughs> Ooh, oh, oh, yikes. Rolling 5d4 for some burning hands. Brixby rolled four ones and a two. So that's six to uh, blue and red and three to green. Feel my fiery wrath. And that's gonna end my turn. It was the
1: saddest roll. <laughs> it was the saddest burning hands. So three to green and six to blue and red. All right, doing some damage. Doing some damage. It doesn't actually seem like. Don't
3: patronize the me.
1: Three <laughs> did anything at all. The six looks like it, it did a little bit. Oh god. Just like the tiniest little bit. All right, that's it. All right, I think that green is going to purposefully step into danger here, take a five-foot step in between Vargas and Kira, and go for the double slam on Kira. Ah, the first one's going to be a 22 to hit.
2: That'll hit.
1: Six damage. Okay. And the second one is, yeah, just a 13 to hit.
2: Will not hit.
1: Sweet, sweet, sweet. Let's see. Blue now is going to execute the second part of the plan. So, Blue's gonna step down and flank Asher. No, no. She actually can flank him. And that's a natural 20.
2: No, oh, no. Oh, come on.
1: Let me roll to confirm on the flank of Rooney. That is a 23 to confirm.
2: That
0: is a confirmed critical mannequin smash.
1: Man. Oh Slam-a-kin. man. You're going to take the big, big nine damage from the. I
0: was going to ask if it was double digits and it was not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not quite double digits. Nine damage and slam number two. You monster. That's going to be a miss on slam number two asher
0: is up asher suddenly in a mannequin mosh pit this is going super well as i thought it would let's make two acrobatics checks so that i can try and not provoke from either blue or orange i can move down i think this square is occupiable yeah so let's just go ahead and make a couple acrobatics checks Blue probably gets a hit on me. It was a uh, 13. Orange is a 24.
1: Um, yeah, the 13 is going to get a swing. Do you count as flanked for this part?
0: I think so, because I started my movement there.
1: Okay, so that's a 23 to hit you with a slam on the way out of town.
0: Okay, if it helps, I would have been hit even without the flank.
1: Sweet. Uh, that is four damage.
0: now Ow. He made it, and as he finishes his move action using his mobile reload class feature, he now chambers an adamantine round for the first time in a very long time and will take a shot at Blue, who just moshed him real, real bad, real savagely. Uh, non consensual moshing is never okay. Uh, just watch that at the Roxbury. <laughs> and here we go! Oh yeah, that's a 27 against touch.
1: Weirdly, that hits too hard, and it unhits.
0: You know, it's not the first time. I'm sure it won't be the last. Bummer, I guess that's his turn.
1: Moving on to the mannequin. What's your damage on that?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll roll that, don't worry. D8 plus 2. Minimum 3, but it's animantine.
1: And it all goes through, chipping away at blue
0: and having not swift actioned yet this turn Asher will call an adamantine round from his beneficial bandolier into his gun so he'll start the next turn with a loaded firearm
5: yeah
1: nice well I think red is going to take a five foot step go after the rat man bring it that is a natural two that's not going to do it slam number two is better. It's a natural
3: three. Mm. I'm
4: gonna go still gonna miss.
1: (laughs) Yeah, moving on to Vargas after that ludicrous display.
4: Vargas is flanking green now. Uh, I'd like to thank her for standing there.
1: Yeah, green made a tactical error. I don't know (laughs) what she was thinking.
4: Is going to use his last non-cantrip spell of the day. So once again, cast defensively. That is a 17 on the die, so I got that. And he is going to hit her with a corrosive touch. That's not very nice. A 9 on the die for a bonus bonuses plus 2. Yeah. So that is an 18 to hit. Ah, uh, That will hit. 10 points of acid damage. Alright, that all seems to go through. That's a one for four points of damage. All
1: right, she looks once again staggered. If you were Asher, you'd get your grit point back. But she's still technically standing.
4: And he missed on his uh, extra attack he gets to take, so that's his turn.
1: I think Orange is going to climb up on the scrap here, which is not a five-foot step, so she only gets the one attack on But It is with flanking. And that is going to be a 25 to hit.
3: That does hit.
1: Uh, Six damage on Brixby. Oh no. Alright. But she's walked directly into Whiskey Fist's range. And he is going to do a little bit of a rapid shot with that crossbow. First attack. Definitely going to (laughs) hit. Second attack is super super gonna hit. So, 11 plus 9 minus hardness. It's a pretty good chunk of damage he did to her. And Kira is up.
2: Kira's getting concerned about her ranged friends gonna look at Ross at Vargas be like, you got this, right? And we'll take that attack of opportunity to just shift down here a little bit. Uh, tack away.
1: Alright. Greens is no good.
2: Is she dead?
1: Yeah, actually, she falls down from trying to attack you. That happens? She has really made some good decisions in her life. You're going all the way down to the end of the line there?
2: Yeah, it's fine. I'm raging. I've got hp for days all right so red takes a swing at you
1: and that is a 14 uh no and blue's swing at you is oh that's a pretty good one that's a 21 yes all right one out of three ain't terrible three damage three yeah are you dead
2: nope (laughs) thanks though all right, I'm going to attack. Can I see whether red or blue looks more damaged? I can't remember if we've done anything to either of these.
1: Blue, I think, is a tiny bit more scuffed up. They're both looking pretty healthy.
2: Let me take red then, because that's still within touch distance of bricks. Give Asher a quick wave, hey Asher. And then I'm gonna power attack, again, sword on red.
1: Right, you got the flank rooney there.
2: Ooh, I have a Rooney on red. Great, cool. That's a 17 on the die, plus like 11, and then the flank, so. Yeah, I'm confident that hits. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeling, feeling pretty good about that. Hey, that's a unicorn and a four. 10 plus 15, 25 points of damage at red. Wow. 26.
1: 26 points of damage at red. That's a huge chunk. She is still standing.
2: Come on, red.
1: She doesn't look good at all looks downright bad, you could say. I could. And that's my turn. All right, Brixby.
3: All right. Brix is going to press the advantage and attack, full attack, red. Let's go. So with the rapier, that's a 25 to hit.
1: A 25 will hit.
3: That's seven points of damage with the sneak attack.
1: Uh, Doesn't feel like it all goes through and uh, she's still standing.
3: That's fine, because I have another attack for you. Ya. Here it comes with the tail blade. That's a seven.
1: How does a seven do? A seven, sadly, just doesn't do the job.
0: Did you have that one from Whiskey Fist? Because I bet an eight would have hit.
3: Oh. Yes, eight. Oh, I did. Yes, indeed. Unfortunately, I did. <laughs> that is with flanking and the one from Whiskey Fist. Three on the die didn't do a whole lot for me there. All right, and uh, that's going to be my turn. Actually, you know what? I'm going to do a little five-foot step into Vargas' square. No reason to give both of them the ability to just attack me. All right, that's it.
1: Blue, I think, is going to take a very strategic five-foot step down to the south, and let's do the first slam at Asher. Oh, that is not going to hit Asher's AC. Second slam at Kira. That's a natural 19. That's almost certainly going to hit 24.
2: Yeah, that'll do it.
1: A solid three damage. Now are you down?
2: Nope. (laughs) Rage A. You've been hit so many times. I know, so as soon as I stop raging, it's going to be a problem. But for now, we're good.
1: All right, Asher is up.
0: Asher is going to provoke by firing so We're going to do a little rapid shot action Both of these on blue, unless the first one takes her down Let's go All
1: right, She's going to take her attack of opportunity on you real quick and that is a 23
0: yep. I don't like her Deal you 3 points
1: uh, 4 points <laughs> Ooh. Are you dead? <laughs>
0: no no just do that another don't let him know math is hard seven times Yeah, I think (laughs) we're good seven times
1: you want to put so many more mannequins
0: so many more actually that emergency landing is going to land (laughs) on Asher and he is going to die (laughs) here it comes blue within blue not great but it's still a 15 against touch.
1: That'll do it.
0: Ooh, there we go. That's better. Eight points of adamantine bullet damage.
1: All right, that all seems to go through. Blue is still standing though. She didn't take as much.
0: All right, all right. Let's go uh, to the color scheming, D20. Ooh, yeah, 16 on the dice. 24. Yeah. Much less impressive though. You'd almost think it was half as much. That is four points of adamantine bullet damage.
1: All right, she's still standing, but you know, you're doing damage.
0: And I didn't say it, so I'm saying it now. I was able to do the full attack with the swift action beneficial bendelier during the full attack action to reload my gun. So it is now unloaded. That used my swift. For all of the fans who are just like typing that angry email I can hear I got them. it cool that was it I'm not gonna move I'm not gonna fly a footstep I'm just gonna stay right here
1: well, red is very angry and she gets back into the flank with Kira
2: stop flanking
1: first one's gonna miss second one is a natural one. Oh, well, red is really one of my best I think that brings up Vargas.
4: <laughs> okay, uh, Vargas is going to step over these two dead mannequins to flank Red with Kira. And he is all out of fancy spells. So he is going to the best defensives defensively. Oh, yeah, I get a plus 12. Yeah, so that definitely gets it. That is a three on the die, so that's probably a miss. Yeah, no, that's only a 12. Yeah, that won't hit. And that is his turn then. All right.
1: Orange is getting pretty sick of getting beaten up. She's going to climb down the scrap here and go for bricks. Uh, That is a 19 to hit.
3: Believe meets Beats. Yep, meets Beats.
1: Five damage on Brixby. Ooh, All right. And Whiskey Fist, he's gonna, he's gonna keep shooting at her even with that cover. The cover from Brixby. First one's a natural two, gonna miss. On the second one's gonna hit. So eleven damage minus five, six damage on Orange. Orange is looking bad. But she is still up. And it's Kira's turn.
2: Let's do red because there's still a flank there. Uh, Same thing, power attack, adamantine, all that good stuff. Yeah, that is 16 on the die plus 11 plus one plus flank, etc. (laughs) That'll hit. Yes, that's another unicorn, so let's see, 9, plus 1, 10, plus 15, 25, again.
1: Yeah, she's dead.
2: Thank God, great. Then I'll chill right here. All right. Will I? Mm, No, I'm not, I lied. Oh no, what a liar. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I'm going to five foot step up to uh, just behind and down south of Orange. I can't, (laughs) direction's good.
1: All right, and then, uh, Brigsby.
3: Uh, so Sam, am I correct to assume that this would be difficult terrain? Means I couldn't five foot step into it?
1: Right, you'd have to move to get up there for acrobatics.
3: All right, so I would move and provoke an attack of opportunity, so take it.
1: Uh, You're not going to roll acrobatics? Oh, yeah. Wait, I do that sometimes
3: as a rogue-like character... 10, how does a 10 sound?
1: A 10's not gonna do it, so she is gonna take that old slam at you, and it's not gonna hit with a nine.
3: All right, excellent. And then now, in the flank, Brixbo is gonna take but one whack, 18 on the die. It is indeed a critical threat, so I am gonna re-roll that real quick here. That's a one on the die for another 10.
1: That's a shame.
3: So it's not going to crit, but it's definitely going to hit. That is one point of damage from the rapier. But don't you worry, lots also these bad daddies on there. So altogether, that's going to be six points of damage, including the sneak attack.
1: Yeah, that's just uh, only a little bit goes through and orange is still standing.
3: I'm doing my darndest. That one point over what I assume to be the 5DR. And that's going to be Brixbo's turn.
0: Gotta find some small adamantine rapiers <laughs> around here somewhere. I know.
1: All right. Blue, I think, is going to say dappa dee die. Five foot step in front of Asher. <laughs> no, no. Because she, she can get the flank on Kira, so she's going to step up there. She has to.
2: Uh,
1: That is a 21.
2: Uh, 21 will hit.
1: Uh, Six damage.
2: Six? I thought we had a three thing going. Sorry. That's a 19
1: (laughs) on the second slam.
2: Meets beats.
1: And another six.
2: Ugh. Dang. Okay, well now I guess we can be mildly concerned.
1: And Asher is up He doesn't have a bullet in his gun
0: though No He'll just reload one and then put one in there Now he does
1: That's problem solving
0: I was going to have to worry about provoking from Blue Not anymore It's a shame And he'll call out Hey Hey Leave her alone (laughs) And then he'll shoot with his adamantine bullet Dice only rolls 16s. I'll take it. That is a 27 against touch.
1: That will hit blue.
0: Ooh, not bad. Uh, five on the dice for seven points of adamantine damage.
1: All right, killer. Blue's looking bad. She's not down.
0: And that was a. Uh, you know what? No. Blah. stop. Turn still going. Swift action. Call a bullet in my gun. Beneficial bandoleer.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that bandolier sure does have benefits
0: I agree, and it's fashionable
1: And that brings us to Vargas
4: uh, So that he doesn't have to roll the cast defensively Vargas is going to fast and hold Arcane Mark Take a five foot step forward And attempt to hit her is a 16 on the die, so that's a 22 before any bonuses. Yeah, that'll hit. A uh, symbol of Gorum appears on her chest, and she takes eight points of damage.
1: All right, she looks like she's ready to keel over, but she has not yet done the keeling.
4: Because he only took a five-foot step, he can do a full combat. That is a 20. All right, roll to confirm. Okay, that is not a confirmed crit. It was on a 13, but it was up against another die, and when I touched it, it settled on a 1. So that will just be regular damage. That is another 6 points. And
1: down she goes.
4: And that is his turn.
1: Alright, and that brings us to Orange. And you know, if Orange had any emotions, she'd probably be getting pretty nervous right now. But luckily for her, she just doesn't doesn't have those feelings. I think she's going to go after Brixby. He looks a little easier to hit. Uh, 17 on the die. That is a 22. That will hit. 4 damage on Brixby. Oh no. And then uh, we'll go for slam number 2. She'll distribute the wealth. Try to take Kira down. Uh, and that's a natural one. So.
2: Classic orange. So
1: ends the last turn for a mannequin. And Whiskey Fist is gonna step into the Smiler space. And uh, he's gonna take a shot. It's definitely gonna hit. For 10 damage, mark off 5 for orange. So orange looks like she's about to keel over. Uh, that will mess with the second one. Kira is up. Orange is there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, I kind of I want...
0: Roll a perception check to see if you notice that the cloud of grit is completely gone.
2: Fair, mm, no good point. <laughs> I, I, was, I, Izzy, kind of want to let Jeff take care of it, but yeah, I don't know that Kira would know that, so... <laughs>
1: it's all the grit has blown away.
2: <laughs> Mission, your iconic cloud of grit. Uh, which we haven't said drit yet, so, um, uh, will leave toss that one in there. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, I guess I'll go for it. Maybe I'll miss. Who can say? Oh, nope, that's a 17 on the die, plus all the things. Let's call it a 17 plus 13. 30? 30,
1: 30. Yeah, I think that'll do it.
2: 9, 20. Nope, that's not right. Yes, it is. 9 plus 15. 9, Twenty-four.
1: Yeah, she was at zero. All the mannequins have collapsed. It's very sad, and we are out of initiative.
3: Well, to quote Steve from a podcast I love, I'm playing a character much smarter than I am. I'm going to roll my knowledge now that we're out of combat. Who knows? Maybe we'll encounter mannequins again. 19 on the die for 31 what do i know about mannequin robots how to build them
1: anything you (laughs) want to know
3: lay it on me archives my (laughs) nethys.
1: well you know they have a special ability called false flesh which give them a plus eight to disguise checks to appear human but not to impersonate a specific human as long as they're not being closely inspected They are resistant to electricity and fire. These particular ones have Hardness 5. They appear to have been designed for security purposes. Not all mannequin variants have that. They have a vulnerability to critical hit. They have a vulnerability to electricity, which I actually forgot because I only read the resist electricity. That is a weird combination. Yeah. So. I mean, one of them should have died sooner with that shocking grasp, probably. But again, that would have been that would have been too much math, I think.
3: Yeah, that's bizarre. Did they not proofread themselves on this one? I mean, I don't, I don't want to be like a jerk, but how do you have a vulnerability and a resistance?
1: I mean, I think it's because they're they're plastic, mm-hmm. so you know they are. They have a little bit of insulation there, but once it gets in. It's bad news, because, you know, they got all them all them wires on the inside.
0: Wires all the way down.
4: <laughs> Vargas is going to uh, point out, I'm not sure the girl's okay. And he's going to point to the <laughs> uh, unconscious no. body of Kira on the ground next to him.
2: <laughs> She's quietly bleeding out. <laughs> just as we're doing this intelligence, uh, <laughs> intelligence knowledge check. Yeah, Kira will drop rage and then just lay down. Quick nap.
3: Drop below her con. Ugh. Uh, Izzy's asking for you to put a red X over their icon, Sam. I believe that's what I... Don't,
2: so I, don't, I don't think they are. Yeah, dead.
3: There we go. Perfect. Excellent. Ideal.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, our
1: first PC death. <laughs> Killed by Dranikins.
3: And against the most formidable enemies we've experienced thus far <laughs> during the Adventure Path.
1: But those devastating slam attacks.
0: <laughs> Kira Smith... Oh, so young. It would only be fitting to bury her in the dead friend blanket.
2: <laughs> in the blanket? Oh, bummer.
0: <laughs> no, Asher has uh, some charges left on the wand. Uh, I'm, I'm going to assume, don't uh, don't be offended that I asked, but you were taking that fast healing while you were raging into account and still dropped?
2: Uh, you know, as you were saying that, I was like, I actually think I'm fine. I'm by fine, I mean I have like two points, but I'm up. Gira jumps back up and is like, oh that's right. I forgot about fast healing.
0: She laid down, stretched,
2: (laughs) popped right back up.
0: You take that red X back. She's kind of pulled something. It happens.
1: She just needed a quick
2: nap. (laughs) So that is going to I'm staggered. I'm at a solid zero.
3: Make a move action, pass
1: out. We're cool.
0: Oh, yeah, let's get you let's get you a boob. We're going to need to get a new wand here anyway
1: Well, I think uh, while you are Booping Kira back to life it Seems like a good enough place For me to go to bed
3: Ah, well Put a red X on yourself then, Sam <laughs> Good night
1: I'm dead now
0: <laughs> No, remember Zach thinks that when you're unconscious You're not sentient <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. That's how it works <laughs> I don't have object permanence or sentience permanence or whatever. <laughs>
4: Good night, Sam. Good night, Good night Good Sam.
2: Night, Sam. Night, Sam.
1: Against the Machine is property of its creators, always preserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods adventure path are properties of Paizo Publishing. Please visit them at paizo.com for more information. Theme Against the Machine, written and performed by our own Zach. Please consult the show notes for additional music and sound effect licensing information. Okay, that worked. Unlike everything else on the planet.
0: It's just a shame we lost all those quality juice.
1: You've been living in a gangster's <laughs> paradise.
0: In a jangster. Nah,
2: he couldn't do it.
0: That's it a tough one to say. We...
2: That was, yeah, that's was got two, two G's in it. We
0: can just cut that out. Which means it's saying, and I shouldn't have said it.
2: Yeah, it's It's like, a tough one.
1: Jarjan. We just switched them now. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing
4: J's too
2: now. <laughs> Ooh.
0: all that slange,
2: <laughs> slange. Uh, i was gonna say that's a great movie but then you said something else just cut that out cut it out i'm cutting
1: it out right now
3: let's ask daddy Nithis what he thinks they think i don't
1: know